Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T, the show where we talk how to live occupationally and how to incorporate functional life skills and fine motor skills. I'm your host, Mr. T. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. Thanks for joining us after our brief hiatus. We're going to do a few more weeks Finish up Season 2 of OT Talk with Mr. T, and we'll come back after a summer hiatus with Season 3 of OT Talk with Mr. T, God willing, with the beginning of this school year in Mir Tzashem. Let's talk some tips. We're still talking <clears throat> school therapy tips, and we're going to talk how to reach some goals and how to develop some hand dominance today. Five tips to help children reach their goals, and this comes from YourTherapySource.com helping us out. Remember, we teach our children, and we should tell our children and our students and all clients, I am strong. I can do anything I put my mind to. And there's a little emoji kind of a picture of a very strong lion beating his heart, saying, I am strong. I can do anything I put my mind to. If we have the mindset, we have the ability, we have the thought process, we could turn our children, our clients, our students into the ones that can break any goal, meet any goal we set for them. Five simple tips to help encourage children to reach their goals or clients in general. Modify the activities, tools, or toys that the child or client is using. It may be just as simple as approaching the skill using a different tool, material, or activity. We grade it up to make it harder for the child or client. We grade it down to make it easier, more attainable, more reachable for the client or child. It could be the environment. It could be the skill. It could be the task. It could be the material. But it has to be something that's fixed up and turned around so that both things can go in tandem. Number two, you change the environment. Perhaps try accomplishing the skill outdoors in a quiet room or with a peer. If you can't change the tool, try to change the environment. You can't change the environment, then maybe we're going to try something else. Like number three, you got to be positive. Always be positive. If you assure the student that they have the ability to accomplish the goal, you will provide them with the ability to believe in themselves. The power of positive thinking can go a long way. Number four, change your teaching style. If you are only providing verbal directions, perhaps offer a demonstration or a visual picture. Visual cues, very, very helpful, of what the student needs to accomplish. If you're always offering verbal feedback, perhaps try diminishing how often you provide feedback to see if that makes a difference. A lot of times when working with kids, if I can't get through to them verbally, we have to figure out what to do for them. Maybe we try visual or hands-on, figuring out how we could reach them and how we could try to help them. Also, try to offer awards. Number five, some students respond very well to a reward system. Use a sticker chart for positive reinforcement to reach their goals. A lot of times, you giving them a reinforcement really will help them to accomplish what you want. We're also going to talk a little bit about hand dominance. A lot of times, kids learn which hands are the dominant ones. The ability, they get the ability by three, and sometimes they get the preference by six to seven years of age. Hand dominance is the preference to use one hand over the other, right-handed versus left-handed. It is usually determined by six to seven years of age. Children need to develop the skills to have one hand be dominant, the worker hand, and the other hand be non-dominant, the helper hand. 
Some tips to help children handle dominance are, for example, number one, observation. Observe the child throughout the day. What hand does the child use for brushing teeth, brushing hair, throwing a ball, eating, writing? These all can be clues to help determine which hand is dominant in a child. Try putting materials at midline if you're not sure in the middle of the body which hand the child prefers. Present materials and objects at midline, meaning in the middle of the desk or the table, not the left or right of the child. Which hand does the child reach with to pick up the materials? Number two, practice crossing midline activities. Sometimes children switch hands when performing a task because they avoid crossing midline. Practice making large art such as rainbows on the whiteboard. Encourage the child to reach across the body to get objects, objects such as reach with the right hand over to the left side of the body. Maintain the use, number three, of the dominant hand. If a child does show a preference for hand dominance, encourage the child to use that hand throughout the activity and not to switch. If you need to put a green dot watch or bracelet on the dominant hand to remind the student to use that hand for the entire task, then so be it. Try to give them the cues in order to do that. A lot of times we'll put away the other hand so that they only focus on the hand we want them to. A lot of times they do that in different clinics. Practice throwing, play catch, and encourage the child to throw using the dominant hand. Throw large balls, small balls, squishy balls, and bean bags. And also practice bilateral coordination skills where there is a worker and a helper hand. Use interlocking, building blocks, lacing cards, wash dishes, hold the plate with the non-dominant hand, and sponge with the dominant hand, and the like. Just some tips for reaching goals and develop hand dominance. And join us next time as we talk about letter formation here on OT Talk with Mr. T. And I'm your host, Mr. T.